everybody welcome to the in and after show we are back after a long convention slash holiday weekend i hope everyone had a great time eating lots of good food and spending time with people that they like hopefully whoever you got to spend your time with you actually enjoyed their company that's that's the ideal thanksgiving situation that's the right? goal that's usually the goal yeah that's the goal right um jackie is back Yay! She's a little oh, bit man. under the weather, so don't like hold it against her if she sounds yeah. a little different. Okay. I know I'm not as uh as like I don't know. I feel like I'm so full of energy, and like right now I'm like, hello everybody. But I'm yeah. really excited <laughs> to be here because it's been way too long, and we got a lot to talk about. Yeah. With JJK, so yeah, Jackie's like at my energy level. She's like at my baseline yeah. instead of at her baseline. Exactly. <laughs> it's like you're a little bit congested, and your voice just sort of sounds like me instead. <laughs> Exactly. I'm like, uh, but um, it was so fun hanging out with Lindsay and Anime NYC. That was really, really great. Um, and I got to meet Matt, which was super fun. That's my um, Yeah. And we talked about Boulder, it, which is funny because Matt was like super chill. And then we started talking about Boulder's Gate and he just like lit up and like was like, that's what you happened. know, the life of the party. As yeah. soon as like, we started talking about Boulder's Gate, it was great. Um, and it was a really good time. That was my first anime NYC. And uh, mine is getting ill after because I'm not equipped for um, normal winter weather because yeah. all I own is like a thin hoodie because I live out here in L.A. Um, it was really, really fun. It was it's probably one of my favorite cons because it's just like obviously extremely anime focused, you know. So Yeah, uh, anime NYC has has pretty great energy like as far as um i mean we've got a video up on instagram that shows like the dealer's hall opening and people kind of stampeding towards that but don't let that like mislead you into what the general uh atmosphere is like is the con it's not typically that crowded the whole time or anything i, I feel, feel like, like dealer's it, hall is always like that's always a hot mess when it opens like that no matter where you are even in denver yeah i failed to uh understand it guys all that shit's online you can you can get you can, unless there's like autographed like limited edition stuff at any of the booths like you don't need to rush into the dealer's room they're also probably not going to sell out like i i don't usually typically notice like a whole bunch of like sold out sold out sold out type of signs but people are just hype you know they're hype. i, I worked at dealer's hall once and it was madness it was absolutely crazy at nyc no this was in uh was it denver comic-con or was it ndk okay. it was one of the denver conventions but it was really packed and yeah. um we didn't have any money to buy merch and the guy said that he'd let us um he let us pick out some prints if we worked for him pro bono for a couple hours and we're like okay sure yeah <laughs> so there's no those mallows yeah squishmallows uh -huh. this is totally unrelated to anything we're talking about okay you were talking about madness at cons. So yeah. I was at Fan Expo in Toronto and the con ended. And so I don't know if you've ever seen the Mallow booth, but like they just have a bunch of stuff, Mallows all over the place. Like honestly, people could steal them pretty easily. Like they're literally just like piles around, you know? Mm -hmm. And so they closed and I just happened to be walking by and they're like, okay, we're giving out free Mallows. So they just started like throwing the Mallows at people. And it was like, <laughs> it was like a war zone. Oh like my God. people were like savage. So like, I'm like, just happened to be nearby when they said it. So I like ran to the front and I was like, yay. Okay. And then like people were just, like, <laughs> diving and going crazy. And like, I wasn't going to do that, but then like, you kind of like get caught up because everybody else is like that. So I was like, you know, you're, and then, like, you're like the mom that got the last tickle me Elmo. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like I was just like, oh my gosh, like I need a mallow now because everybody's so determined to get a mallow, you know. And so all I remember is like 
I like jumped up on like one leg and I'm like really tall, right? I'm like, six yeah. feet, and, like just like grabbed it from like, they weren't kids. They were probably like my age. If it was kids, I'd have to give it to them. I would have felt bad. They're probably yeah. like mine. And they're, and I was like, I'm so sorry. And they're like, just take it. They're like, we're so happy for you. And <laughs> you I'm, exactly what I'm, is I'm this? from a short guy that missed out on every single t-shirt cannon that's ever been <laughs> oh. direction. I, okay. I got to stand up for the little guy and I have to say that's, I mean, you deserved it. It was a good mallow. They but. were like, it was such a war zone that they were like, you, you, you know what I mean? Like there was, what was the design, Jackie? What did your mallow look like? What did your mallow look so like? So I gave it to my friend's kid because uh -huh. it was a little Aww. shark and she, I think she named him like Hugh. <laughs> I was like, sure, he can be Hugh the shark. And I was like, just keep him. Cause I was like, how am I going to get this back? Why did I Was that a big it? one? It was like this. Yeah, mallows are big. They're not very. They are. <laughs> like, they are. I was, two and like you know so i have a pretty big wingspan and i was like holding this thing like this out of it and i was like well how am i gonna why did i fight for this giant mallow like and the the karma james you know you're like short people never get i hurt my knee because i'm so old oh. and i literally like did like this volleyball jump like back in the day when i played d1 i was like da, 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 da. <laughs> and then i like hurt my knee and then i like my shoulder was aching i was like why like it was, it's just it? funny because like cons, somehow you get sucked into that con mentality, right? Like it was mm -hmm. just like I saw all these people fluttering and like wanting it. And so then I just, so I don't know, you were just talking about like how crowded it was or something. And then it just made mm -hmm. me think of like when I got sucked into the mallow. Swept up, just swept up into the mallow madness. Yes, mallow the mallow madness. madness. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway. yeah, those are really big. My, uh, my youngest got one as a reward. They have those... Um, fundraisers where they make kids run laps around a track and then you know you're supposed to like give them money to do however many laps it used to be like you would say oh i'll give you two dollars per lap or something like yeah. that and then they had to come back and be like i ran 20 laps give me all my money and now it's just like a flat rate but okay. um if he he earned enough to get a squish mallow and i had no idea how big they were and he came home from school For and he age. had like a garbage bag because it was raining and it was inside <laughs> and it's like this it's a sushi which i thought was cute so it's like Aww. it looks like a seaweed wrap and then they rice have everything they have a little, mallow of all things yeah a little orange uh, salmon top yeah so. i've never anyway. seen a sushi one that's super cool if it was nearby i would i would show you was but... it an anthropomorphic sushi did it have a cute little sushi face yeah, it does they, have all a, yeah they all have little faces yeah yeah, yeah and yeah. their faces literally are just it's like whoever created mallows they must be like a multi-billionaire now because so. it's like it's literally just like cloth and obviously fabric and then they they're just two dot eyes and a mm. little smile it's not like these are like but infinitely they're, they're, cuter they're, than a funko pop well i was gonna say yes, funko pops true. that you yeah. can hug which i mean funko. makes them better yeah they don't look at yeah. their faces in a soulless soul-sucking eyes to be honest, no, i yeah. never i be, it's yeah. because of the little smile yeah like a little mm -hmm. yeah so like, and <laughs> yeah. the funko pops are kind of like i don't think i don't i'm not a big funko pop fan i don't even think i have one yeah. i used to have like one cowboy bebop one well i actually am wondering where that is but um yeah they're soulless anyway remember i said we had so much to talk about yeah like, we do these, other than the squishmallows okay yeah. so Sorry. the first thing that we definitely want to talk about is the big new anime announcement i mean we get new announcements for new series pretty regularly but this is the one that's uh catching people's attention the most uh anyone in the comments read uh Dan -da -dan -da? did i do that right Dun -dun. I think, I think it was Dun -dun. Right. I've read this, okay? So just fair warning. Yeah, I, get, I get a pass on 
butchering the da 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 the don da don. Well, there's a lot of anime with like this. Like, like wasn't it like dead dead d d d d? It's yeah, dead 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 destruction. That's yeah. getting a movie, yeah. <laughs> or it's dead 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 demon dead destruction, something like that. Something. Anyway, it's by the good night poon poon guy, so it's weird. Um, but anyway, uh, Don da don um, is a delightfully weird. Uh, shonen manga about a guy um high school guy uh gets his balls taken by a ghost like mm-hmm. literally his testicles oh yes it's a major <laughs> they have to get him back and also everything plot. paranormal is real and he teams up with this girl like i think he's a skeptic he's kind of like the scully right originally well, no 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 the, he believes uh, i want to it's been a while since I've read it. We were just talking about how I need to go back and, and check it out because this manga kicks ass. Yeah. But I want to say it's that he believes in aliens and uh, main female character thinks that's stupid as hell. But okay. she believes in ghosts. Okay. And uh, alien guy thinks that that's stupid as hell. Oh, okay, that's what it but is, yeah. hardy har har, it's all real. Yeah. And, uh, they're, all the monsters are also huge perverts. <laughs> yes, <laughs> so... yeah. But there's some like there's some heavy arcs in there too. Um, I was talking with Jackie News before the show about what I remembered most from where I left off in the manga, and there's like there's some pretty like heavy stuff in there mm-hmm. in between all the weirdness. But yeah, aliens are real. Ro- you know, robots, doppelgangers, ghosts, yokai, all that other mm-hmm. kind of stuff is. If you like Chainsaw Man, you will almost certainly like uh, Don Don Don. It's a little more. Um... Uh, what's the word? Gosh, it reminds a, me of Mob Psycho and Fooly Cooly for some reason. Like, it's yeah, just, it's like, a little more Fooly Cooly as far yeah. as the sense of humor yeah. goes. Yeah, the vibes that definitely got Fooly Cooly vibes. A little more manic, a little more like goofy. It's funny yeah. the song slaps. Like I was listening to it, and my boyfriend was like, "What are you listening to? Some like underground vampire rave music?" And I was like, "Actually, it's for this anime." And it, but it was like the song was amazing. Like I'm like, I don't want to play it. Yeah. Well, we're going to play the trailer so you guys oh, will all be able to hear it. So like the so thing that this this off the wall crazy anime, it's get uh, manga, it's getting an anime uh, by Science Saru, which hell yeah, hell yeah. Um, <laughs> big fan of that studio. They did um, Keep Your Hands Off Ezokin. Uh, they did Inuo, Devil Man Cry Baby, all that other kind of stuff. So I mean, they've got a, a really interesting uh, aesthetic. Um, I don't know that Masaki Yuasa is directly involved in this project, but he is, he is the original founder of the studio. So we're going to show... He stepped away from Science Saru, hasn't he? He's or at least the TV anime. He stepped away from like, being president. I think he didn't really want to continue like running the company so much as maybe pursue creative endeavors. So that doesn't mean like he's done creating anime necessarily. Um, we'll just have to see. And yes, um, oh, they did this called Pilgrim anime. Yeah, they okay. just recently just. Got I Pilgrim. tried to watch that, and it was like it's exactly like the movie. Like I just couldn't. Oh, you got to get past the twist. You got to watch yeah. more. You got to watch okay. past episode one. Yeah. Okay, because episode one, I was like, and I'm done. I've already seen this. Like literally, yeah, no, like, no, it, it goes in a completely movie. different direction after episode one. Is it good? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Like very yeah. good, or is it's it like-, like from Ramona's perspective. For a lot of oh, it. that's interesting. Okay, I'll well, check it out. Literally, yeah, I was, takes off. Like, my boyfriend and I were watching, and we were both like, "This is the same as the movie," which I love no. the movie, but I was just like, "I'm no, not gonna." Too, it goes in. It's Ooh. very different. Very yeah. different. Yeah. Dang, I just canceled my Netflix subscription too because they upped the price. Oh, yeah, they upped it. I was like, "I'm not gonna pay for this unless I have to." 
One more sidetrack. Did you all do you all watch Blue Eye Samurai? I thought that was amazing. Not yet, but I want to. I, I, I downloaded the whole thing for my big uh, cruise trip, but then um, I, I realized that that show has some like real graphic violence and full frontal nudity. It's and got so a lot of nudity. Yeah, I yeah, didn't yeah. want to watch it on the plane, and then I was with my my in laws for a lot of the trip, and I was like, "There's not really a good time to watch." Oh my god, a, Jim, a naked so lady funny. running around and killing people. So. I watched. I watched like. When I'm on the plane, for some reason, I always end up watching something with like a nude scene or some weird scene. And then I'm like, and it's like the one that's on the seat. You yeah. Know? Oh, yeah. And I'm just yeah. like, everybody thinks I'm weird. Everyone thinks I'm weird. And I'm like, actually, nobody's watching my screen. If they and didn't want you to watch that on the plane, they wouldn't put it exactly. in the library. So, so anyway, yeah. just whatever. I'm well, like, but my, my little my little niece and nephew it, are like God. two seats away from me. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah, want to. Yeah. I don't want to be no, the guy I get that scars them it. for life. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, it looks incredible. I really want to watch it. I've heard so I loved movies. it. Uh, I had some people who thought that they, they didn't get that into it. They thought it was really predictable. It's a little bit formulaic, but like, I think me being half Asian and a woman, obviously, like, I think it was just like really cool to see a protagonist like that. You know, mm -hmm. like I was just like, what? And um, she's super complex. Like she's definitely very gray. Like you wouldn't say she's like the hero, you know what okay. I mean? Which is, and honestly, I think they're a they, or they're like trying to figure out their identity, which I also thought was really cool. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, cause I well, was and like- the action choreography too, like seems completely yeah. off the wall good. Yeah, and the animation is awesome. Um, but I think that was like the other thing that I really liked about it was like that they're trying to figure out their identity. Like one character always refers to Mizu was he um which i also thought was really cool he's like even though it's apparent that like she's a woman later like this character always refers to them as he because they haven't been corrected you know mm -hmm. but i I, did, I don't know i just thought it was like you know a, a woman and they're trying yeah. to figure out their identity and like all the while being badass fuck, you know what i mean and yeah. then there is like and it's very adult you know what i mean and the animation i thought was like a little weird at first but then i i just was like oh no i'm, I'm in it's cool so anyway sorry we've so we, we finally gotten to a point where cg adult animation <laughs> seems to consistently be at the very least pretty okay with a few exceptions not terrible <laughs> yeah yeah exactly um, there's always that what yeah. was the one I did recently? The the heretical last boss queen, where yeah, it like yeah, literally yeah. looked like it was like from 1990. I was like, do they still allow this to air? <laughs> but they do, you know. So, well, but yeah, and, the CG's good. In. And what was the one from last season with the with the guy that they just photoshopped onto a tractor? Oh God! <laughs> one of the uh, what was the RWTF? Right? Yeah, 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 um, yeah, yeah. Well, it still happens, people. All right. Anyway. Do you guys want to see the done? I have to get this down because there's a high probability we'll talk about this show regularly once it premieres. Uh, Don to Don. You guys ready for Don the Don to Don trailer? <laughs> All right. Yes. All right. Here we go. I'm in Streets of Rage, everybody. That's the grandma that steals the festivals. I love science stories. This is such such 90s vibes, and I love 90s. So I'm like, I like the main two characters as a couple too, because he's kind of like a dork, right? Yeah, and she's a little bit of a like a, a delinquent, but not like too off the rails, right? And yeah. Uh, yeah. 
I just I like the pairing too. I also like this old lady. Yeah. I also like the old lady who was in a bikini and beating someone with a fan. I don't know if you guys caught that. Yeah, that's um oh that's that's uh, someone's mom, if I remember right. She's awesome. Okay, I was like, I don't know who that is. Uh, I don't know what she's doing. I'm trying to find the time code now. Like for, for anyone that was a little worried, because we got like a couple of shots of um, the main female character getting her her clothes torn at. The first episode is gonna have some stuff. Yeah, it's not really. gonna be super great. It's nothing like horrible, awful, terrible, but it's kind of tasteless. Think um, uh, undead unluck levels of eh, yeah. That's not the sh- that's not the whole time. Yeah, so don't it kind of it goes like, away after that. Yeah. It's just yeah, so. Yeah. Yeah, just be like. As you say, they they, they play about. on the joke of the fact that aliens like to probe people, and therefore, if you encountered aliens, uh, yada yada. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. But it's not like that the whole time. Um, I would say honestly, and it's pretty good about fan service. It has yeah. it, but it. I would say it's almost always at least tried. It's uh, is good taste the right word. It's fun, I guess. Yeah, like it's, yeah, it's, it's always not, lighthearted. Well, it's not like they drag it on. Like it's like yeah. short enough where you're like, okay. Yeah. I don't know. I like. I don't mind fan service if it's yeah. short. Like yeah. they don't like keep it dragging on. You know what I mean? Like if there's like a couple like minutes of just like some zany nose bleeding weirds. I'm mm. always like, all right, all right. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, like, I'm not, for me, I'm the not line is that. always. Like um, I think Sherlock Hill is a great example where like if the character is annoyed, that's fine. You can kind of play that up for humor, but it's when they're playing up like the humiliation and the embarrassment that I really am not a fan of. Because yeah, just feel awkward yeah. Oh, yeah. when it's like feeling weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. If it's like comedic, you're kind of like okay, okay, okay. But it's like when it's like you said you're feeling like shameful or weird about it. You're like okay, pause. No, thank anyway. you. Hey, uh, just to like it. add on to that for those who are looking forward to the show. Um, it will be airing next year. We don't have a month yet. Hi, Felix. Yes, I can open your juice packet for you. Lindsay, can I tell a funny story about your kids? Yes, please tell a funny story. So, um, Lindsay was messaging me on Discord, and she was like, who is this? And I was like, what what do you mean? And, like, we had this, like, huge, long dialogue, and I was, like, starting to get really worried. And then, like, after, you know, a few messages i was like is this Lindsay or is this felix and then they were like dead silent and then like i don't know i think Lindsay kind of stumbled across. i laughed you know and i just yeah. left the conversation and then like Lindsay's like did felix message you and i was like yeah he, we were having a conversation and i was like he was okay uh, this is my he was, boss yeah he was experimenting with uh discord and he got he ended up getting grounded for doing that repeatedly because he was sending people in my contacts like random messages and not identifying who he was. And I had, yeah. I had he also got, got into my phone and sent people texts to the point where they like, I think he called sent me texts before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Were worried about me. They're like, is Lindsay yeah. passed out somewhere? Is this kid okay? And I was like, yeah, that was what I was worried about. Yeah. I think I, yeah. at first I was like, what is she okay? And then I've kind of like caught on that Felix is just being silly. But yeah. anyway, Felix is uh he's, he's a little mischievous character. Yeah, a little stinker. Funny. <laughs> a little stinker. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, that's not uh Dondadon. If I get like the I feel like there's like a rhythm to how you say it. And if you can just get Dondadon. Just say it like you're like you're announcing something exciting. Yeah, or you're a doorbell, you know, one of those old timey doorbells. Anyway. 
so uh yeah that's a show that i'm looking forward to um it looks really cool so far I'm excited to see how science saru uh puts that together um however we are several episodes at this point kind of behind so to speak talking about jjk and a lot has happened not only in the show but outside of the show mm. as well quite a lot of um concerning things have been coming out on social media from uh, animators working on the project this ranges from you know just really heart-wrenching kind of comments due to audience backlash about the quality of episodes to like the scheduling kind of being revealed as being i don't think anyone's surprised about this to be honest but that the schedule at mappa not being great which is i'm saying that that mappa's overextended themselves over the past couple of years what could have ever given you that impression i mean jackie i remember remember when we made that video for social about what is mappa currently working on and it mm -hmm. was like everything it was, it was all of the see this is the thing though like it's like when you're hot you're hot yeah and you want to take advantage of that right and yeah. so Mappa, I'm trying to think of what was the big one. But yeah, like, we can't get a Yuri on Ice movie. That's yeah. too much to ask for, apparently. Yeah, but I mean, the thing is, like, they... I forgot what anime really put them on the map, but I remember everyone was talking about Mappa, and then, like, everybody wanted Mappa, and then this is what happens, you know? And I'm Lindsay's probably going to deep dive into it more, but in the end, there is a giant systemic problem with the way that anime is, is produced, and the way that they treat uh, artists, and... And to be honest, like, it's it's hard to even, like, yell at people who are within management. It's, like, a huge systemic issue. And I was telling Lindsay, this dates back even to when Osama Tezuka was, like, first making anime. It's just to be turning compelling content week to week is really effing hard. Yeah. And the bar has been raised so much um, when it comes to animation. Like back then with Osama Tezuka, I was like joking with James and Lindsay before the show, like literally it would be moving like, and that yeah. was hard very, enough very limited animation. to get yeah. out week to week, let alone now you see what like Demon Slayer and JJK are pulling. Um, but also Lindsay, we talked about this with the Nana. Yeah. Don't even get me started on Nana, but like these people get burnt out because it's like, producing compelling content and doing it week to week is just like un it, it's 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 Untenable. honestly unethical to ask that of people and i yeah. think that well i, I think it's worth pointing out though that and um and this week in anime they they covered this that there are studios like kyoto animation that that do make it work you just have to i mean like jackie was saying there are a lot of external forces at work that even the top studios don't necessarily have control over but it doesn't have to be this way. I mean, um, I feel like the only way to correct it at this point would require like a multi-season reset for studios mm -hmm. where we didn't have anything because everyone's like, you know what, stop. And we're mm -hmm. going to get ahead of schedule for everything. So we're no longer yeah. making things week to week. We're finishing a show months in advance. And people bring up Kyoto Animation because they do that. Um, but another important thing to know is Kyoto Animation brings in more money on their projects because they own the IP. So yeah. they're not and being that's the like big thing subcontracted, so right? Mm -hmm. They like they own the light novel properties that they're because they publish them or they're submitted to that contest that they used to do, um, and then they adapt them and are able to reap more of the rewards from. Uh, home video sales, merchandising sales, all those other sorts of stuff that typically a studio doesn't get because they're just given a flat rate to make the show 
unless they're a part of the production yeah, the, committee. The, the production committee. That yeah. yes. Now, yeah. correct me if I'm wrong. With uh, even with Mappa Studios, though, that's the route they took with Chainsaw Man, correct? Where they it is. It yeah. is. And I mean, people kind of threw that. I mean, Mappa. What they're doing right now, I don't feel like there's really any excuse for, considering how bad it seems like the animators are are dealing with it. I mean, we've got folks actually talking about like making tweets about unaliving themselves, yeah. you know, it's like that came from like the primary animator on JJK season two. So, I mean, that's like, that's even another level, you know, we see these cases every once in a while where black companies like work someone to death. You get like a madhouse production, like runner who worked over 300 hours in a week or something like that and collapsed and had to be taken to the hospital. You see this every once in a while. And it feels like that this is sort of, this is heading in that direction. But I think MAPA is also particularly defensive because there's conversations. If you go read this week in anime that went up today about supposed NDAs. And I know MAPA has probably started to feel rather defensive because there is so much attention on the studio because they are hot that people are, you know, pointing things out quite a lot. Like the stuff with Chainsaw Man and people saying it didn't sell well and all of that, even though there's, that was not really accurate information. MAPA still, they pay attention to what's happening on social media about their properties and are guarded um, yeah. as a result of, all the pressure that is on them to both produce really high quality stuff and because they tend to get blowback uh, very quickly. But the reason they're being scrutinized so much is because these conversations about the work schedules that they're preparing for their staff have been happening for well over a year. Like mm. it, this wasn't unique to JJK. Like people were starting to wonder what was going on a couple of years ago and animators have come out slowly over time and said things like i think the popular quote for one was that it was like a, a factory working environment where people are just like drawing and pass it on draw pass draw and that it's not like a creative space because of how intense the schedules are mm. it just stinks because you know like i said they were hot they wanted to make money mm -hmm. like who would if you're uh, studio like why would you pass on working on these very popular like you know it's an honor to work on these shows right like yeah. their their like list of projects is like crazy right you're, you're mm -hmm. like how can you not be impressed by that but it's just like I think that they they're just a little bit overwhelmed I mean like I don't even think that that same reportedly overwhelmed like they're obviously overwhelmed yeah based on, like the tweets that are going out and like they have like NDAs and stuff like that over there. And the fact that people are being pushed enough to a point where that they're like breaking those are just like so exhausted that they are putting like tweets out saying like what you were saying, Lindsay, like, yeah, it's, it's definitely wild. But again, like the, I don't want anyone to be like, Oh, Mappa awful. I think that we see this with across the board when it comes to these studios, it's just like right now Mappa's, definitely like in the spotlight because yeah. even science sorry there've been there's been talk yeah. about that yeah. studio starting yeah. to you know and the thing is how well. like how do you fix it because anime fans are like we want your stuff we want your stuff you know we yeah. want it out and um you know like it, that that's just kind of like we were and again we were talking about nana so then like she was writing this stuff and then she became so ill like she she hasn't written anything for like what like two decades or something now yeah. you know so yeah. it's like 
I don't know. I, I, something interesting that they brought up in the article was that like they basically made a movie in four months or something. That's insane. Right? That yeah. is just yeah, for, for anyone that doesn't know how animation works. Think about I, Studio Ghibli. I didn't yeah. believe like, that was possible when they said yeah. that. When, they, when it said four months, I'm like, that can't be right. Yeah. Because but, a, an animated film takes years. Think make. about a Studio Ghibli film <laughs> yeah. that is yeah. like, you know, at the highest tier of animation. Like they take years. And so it's just like, Think about like if you think about that alone, like these people are are turning like multiple movies a season, essentially. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like that's just it's so then what what's the answer though? You know what I mean? Like that that's the problem. Because yeah. it's right. like maybe and... like Lindsay was saying, like changing up the seasons or like giving people more time. Cause think about like when we consume stuff like the House of Dragons, for example, or like Secession or whatever, we gotta wait like two years for the next season to come out, you yeah. know. Um so I don't know. I really don't know what the answer is, but it's just kind of like there's definitely a systemic problem. This isn't a new problem. It's been around for decades and it's not just MAPA. It's just like this. Is, it, I feel terrible for them. I'm yeah, like, I, wouldn't, I don't envy them at all. So, yeah. And unfortunately, like I'm I'm also concerned that I mean, most of these folks, maybe they've they've just made peace with the fact that like this might be their last project because you can get blacklisted just from talking crap and then it even if they try to go to another studio you know if if they find out oh well this person was saying yada 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 when they didn't like this and that at mappa then they're considered a risk to bring on for another studio because they might do the same thing um no. that doesn't mean it's fair like you should speak out about poor working conditions like people need to know what's going on but you Gotta know unionize yeah. I, I know it's I know it's not that simple because it's Japan, but still, like, yeah, it's it's. I mean, there we we have to get to a point where the the people that are creating the product and and putting the labor into it have a, a fair amount of representation with how it is monetized, with how it's mm -hmm. produced. Um, the fact that I mean, for years the norm has been that the, the studios essentially work freelance for, for flat rates. They don't even earn residuals yeah. is, I mean, that was, that was, that wasn't sustainable 20 years ago when we yeah. had like a third as many shows coming out on any given season, if that, and the fact that uh, the, the production has risen to meet the now global demand for anime, because I mean, that's a big part of it, right? Is Yeah, I mean, there's been a huge that. influx of foreign money into animation ever since it took off um, from well, I mean, if you higher licensing it, fees. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we've gotten to the point where most of the people watching anime do not live in Japan by yeah. like a significant, you know, ratio. And yeah. that that's big money for the investors and the, you know, the, the people on the production committees, but that isn't going into the studios. Mm -hmm. And so one of the biggest issues, right, is we always talk about how, you know, animators need to be fairly compensated and maybe you could actually hire more artists to split up the work on a more reasonable level if your, you know, wages were competitive and you're actually offering um, a salary that someone could live on. But the studios can't do that if, you know, the millions upon millions upon millions of dollars that, you know, some of these series are making, uh, not a cent of that is actually going back to the studio's that are creating it. And that, I mean, you know, I know that there's like a billion different things, like you said, that need to be enacted to even like get us to a place where the industry has the time and space to reset. But yeah. I think at some point we're just going to, we're going to have to figure out a way for these studios to actually be compensated and yeah. to, to have something to live on for this, you know, backbreaking work. Yeah. Yeah. 
Jackie, you're muted, I think. I was going to say, this is just like a cultural problem. And I mean, like, people are like, oh, it's in Japan. But it's here in the United States, too, where people just, like, are like, I'm so excited to work on this property or with this company. So I'll take low wages and I will. Or an unpaid deal, internship, even. Exactly. <laughs> or I'll deal with, like, a for lack of a better word, abuse. You know what I mean? And it's because, like, I want to be, I so desperately want to be a part of this. And um, Lindsay was talking about being blacklisted. It's like, if you say anything, like you just don't work on something else, you know? So mm -hmm. it's like, I don't think that's just a problem in Japan. I think that. Yeah. We well, it's Silicon that's Valley. That's exactly how it works yeah, in the tech industry. Exactly. Right I'll yeah. be honest. They it will... was the way it, ha it is in my industry too. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. like, oh, I'm so, sure. I'm yeah. sure. Yeah. I'm sure that's like, it's, it's entertainment in general and a, yeah. and a lot of any, any, uh, industry that involves like, an audience specifically where there's that that drive to be seen or to have your art represented in some way and there's always a gatekeeper to getting that to who you most want to show it to and you have to please them mm -hmm. to get that opportunity so. yeah i just am like it's at some point it's just not going to be okay to treat people like this i don't know hopefully right it's like yeah i love zalm 100 because it was it literally was just like a huge i just that story resonated with me so much which mm -hmm. what happened to zalm 100 like when was James, the last episode the next episode of zalm 100 <laughs> was like back. so i mean literally yeah. on christmas yeah uh, and I, I actually okay last I, I was gonna have to yeah. send an email saying i think that the review for this is going to be a little late because that's it's literally yeah it's christmas, christmas yeah that's so yeah. crazy, but it's and of course like, the irony of Zone One Hundred also falling to those production issues, like we talked about. Yeah. It's like even the yeah. studios that are trying to make a statement and fight back against these practices end up falling victim to the that mentality. Because I mean, again, when you're in a system that is demanding, you know, you need to put out this many shows a year, you need to fill this many time slots, you need to make this much money for the production committee, or else we're not going to hire you for the next production. Yeah. You can't stop. I mean, you yeah. literally can't because you go out of business. We've seen it yeah. happen time and time again. Yeah. I think I'd have to look up the article, but I think that um, majority of animation studios are not in the black at any given point. Um mm -hmm. They're not making enough money. They're they're chasing the next project to just keep their heads above water all the time. So yeah, it's just um, it's just a really unfortunate situation. I hope that you know they can continue to improve like labor laws and like James was saying, like actual representation. You know, start getting um, more like a fair cut for the people who are who are creating these out of their their passion and their hard work because. Um, just it gets me like every time I go to a convention like anime NYC and if you go to those um panels that are about specific anime shows they usually have Japanese staff there almost every single panel they say they're gonna you know take the energy from the room and they're gonna bring it back to invigorate the animators I hear it over and over and mm -hmm. over again like these people are basically running off of the joy they bring to other people but you can't Animators eat. aren't fair. You can't eat people. off that. You What's can't that? clap your hands and keep them alive. They need to eat food and sleep. And it's yeah. funny you say that. Did you guys watch the Elvis Presley biopic? Uh, no, the, the Boz Lerman one? <laughs> no. Is it the, I don't know who wrote it. It was Tom Hanks plays his man. Yeah, yeah that's, that's Boz Lerman's the okay. director. Yeah, yeah. So 
in it, like at the end, the like manager's like, oh, well, everyone's blaming me for his death. Everyone's saying like, it's my mm -hmm. fault. And he was like, it's your fault. And he mm -hmm. like points to the audience and he's like, it's you because he so desperately wanted to keep you all happy that he would like perform and perform and perform and perform and like just push himself like to the absolute limit. You know what I mean? Cause like yeah. in the movie you, you see, I no, mean, dog, you could have given him his money or whatever. I don't yeah, actually exactly know. Exactly. True. I know true. he ripped but, off Elvis, but <laughs> yeah, but it's like that, it, like, you know, content creators, influencers, actors, like all of like artists, like they're just so addicted to, you know, that, that affirmation that they're like good enough or that like people are appreciating them, you know? And, and, so, exactly and again, like production committees exploit, they know yeah. that people want to make animation and they say, all right, well, you know, do it for the, and they want to the say I worked on JJK. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, and, and it's this, actually, Jackie, this brings up another really good point too, about, you know, the, the audience, um, so it's very easy to feel like we don't have a way like personally as viewers to change the system. And I mean, it is fairly limited from um, a viewer perspective, but one important thing to remember is like, while I, uh, this column was being prepared uh, this week in anime that went up today and I was reading it, um, one of the animators um, was so desperately depressed about the quality of the, an uh, the episode and how angry everyone got at them because they, I think they were actually the episode director for it and they did the storyboards and whatnot. And there's some like heart wrenching quotes in there. And that, that reaction, like that um, lack of morale, like the, the, the being at, you know, the lowest point there, that was in part the audience's fault because you didn't get the episode you wanted. It didn't look how you thought it should because you're, number one fan hype man for JJK that you went on to social media and decided to say a bunch of horrible things to an overworked staff member in Japan to make them feel like shit. And yeah. now they really, really do feel like shit. So good job. Like don't engage in that stuff guys. No. Like, no, I mean, like, you know even, funny? even I, as critics, you... like sometimes we, we point out when something <laughs> maybe doesn't look up to snuff or where, you know, it's falling short of its, of its goals. Right. Mm -hmm. And there are different circumstances where the, the way that you do that might uh, have a different tone, like Exxon, for instance, the way you talk about that show is going to be different from something like this, but you never, you never take it out on the people making it. Like, that's just, I mean, unless, unless you have like one of those situations where there's like a creative at the top that's injecting something worthy of criticism that they're putting their name on that's one thing yeah. but for the people in the trenches just producing this animation like yeah i mean it's it's fair to point out if something you know isn't up to the standards that you wanted it to be sure it, it's it's reasonable to say hey i i wish that this scene had had gone differently because it kind of you know affected the the impact of it or it, it it you know but with something and even as you know as a writer i have to remind myself a lot of times is that um i mean the people making this didn't want it to suck yeah you know they didn't want it to to not work and so you you have to find a way to you know it's you can criticize the art you can criticize the end product but don't don't turn it into an excuse to be awful to another person like yeah. that's like there's it's a cartoon like like, like <laughs> yeah keep, keep that keep that line there if you want to go like yell about it on your blog it's one thing it's another thing to like go onto onto the animator's personal twitter account and like tweet at them with a link being like hey i think you should read this because you, you know what you did sucks so bad and like don't you know, ever do that don't yeah. link people to criticism about them that is 
I'm sorry. Oh, I see yeah, that all the time. So and I, it, it boggles oh. my mind when someone's like, at so-and-so, what do you think of this person that said that you suck and deserve to uh, be homeless and sad forever? It's like, why would you show them that? Listen, why would you ever do that? People are trash. Like, yeah. this is also not new. Um, yeah. But it's like... You know, we saw this with uh, Hideaki Anno with Neon Genesis Evangelion. Like, he yeah. wrote the ending, which I love. I love. Congratulations. I know everybody hates that ending. I loved good it, ending. okay? It's a good and, ending. Yeah. yeah, and people literally mailed this guy, like, death threats over that. You and they, I mean? yeah, they graffitied the guy next to office. And, yeah, like, it's also... like, people, like... You know, Touch I don't grass, know. yo. Yeah, Go exactly. outside. And it's like, uh, when... Lindsay, you messaged us, hey, we're going to talk about the uh, MAPA animation. Mm -hmm. I hadn't looked at that article yet, and so I Googled MAPA animation. It was just YouTube videos, like, tearing into the animation. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just YouTube video after YouTube video. And I was just like, these people are, like, like literally giving it their all and, like, just getting torn to shreds. Like, it just Oh, it's like, fun. that's rage click money. That's, that's it just is. rage click money. Yeah. yeah. There's a yeah. whole industry just centered around, like, saying the things to hyperbolically get everyone as angry as possible so that they will watch your thing and obsess over your thing and they get into this mob behavior and that happens like in anime that happens in a lot of fandoms though yeah. so in a lot of spaces so just don't do that that's do i feel like the number one thing as a viewer that you can do is just don't be an asshole to the staff yeah, don't do that. I'm yeah, um, yeah. talking about mobs, um, yeah. Nanami, and a mob. So, oh, okay. I was like, yes, I was I like, like did you guys like that oh, transition? Yeah. That was so bad. <laughs> that was so terrible. I just was like, okay, we should probably talk about this episode. The episode. Oh man. So as a works. chief mourner, I uh, man, the latest. Uh, this was this was hard and. Honestly, this kind of ties back into our conversation a little bit because I was thinking about overwork culture and Nanami in this episode while I was watching it. Because Nanami as a character, his whole thing has always been like, I'm not doing overtime. If you make me work late, I'm going to be pissed off. I just want to get my bread. Work sucks. You know, he's just like over it. That's how his introduction went in the first episode. And you're like, okay, like this guy's just like me for real, for real. That was the whole yeah. thing. And then I remember us talking about the fact that he's like only 28. I'm like, no, this man is too fed up to be 28. He's got to at least be 38. Like that's, you know. Um, is he 28 though, right? He, yeah, he's yeah, he's not. He, Poor thing. He's a baby. He is a baby, right? Yeah. So this entire, you know, we saw him beat the crap out of that hooligan. Um earlier on and you know like grilling Dagon, right uh no Dagon was the guy with the thought, the boulder that... skate guy boulder skate guy Boulders... no, Dustin no, 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 and I were watching that episode you're, you're talking like, about angry look... squid guy I'm talking, angry talking about guy literally looks like a mind flayer no uh, not talking, talking about, about that guy twerpy clown boy who got ponytailed and yeah the guy who held his oh, hair God, I hate that guy Shimebo Sh 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 I think or something like that and I was just like, like man I wish that was me yeah be, he has to be one of the most annoying anime characters yeah like of all time yeah like, he has to be in a top five list. well like, I, I mean of all time that's we got Zenitsu. I don't know. That guy's pretty annoying. Zenitsu is going to be king shit of annoying anime character mountain for the rest of time. Poor Zenitsu. This guy's bad. This guy's yeah. really annoying. But anyway, moving on. But anyway, we see like, so the uh, 
Thunderclap part one and part two has happened. And those were the two episodes. A lot of people pointed out the animation difference in part two compared to part one, because there was some obvious issues going on in there. Um, and that's when uh, Sukuna basically just blew everything to hell. You he just like yeah. flattened Shibuya, everything. So presumably Nanami was caught in that blast. So he's like, he's two faced. No, 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 no. He got, um, no? No, he and Maki and what's his butt? Um, uh, the older guy, right? Uncle, Uncle Zenin guy. They um, got like flamed out of nowhere by, by Jogo. Um, by Jogo. Oh, okay. Okay. So it was during the Jogo stuff then. Yeah. All right. But and, yeah. Anyways, and the so old guy got like flame flamed. Like they showed him and he was like. I think I that, think he's dead. Is that yeah, Maki's grandpa sure he, too? Isn't that like. No, Maki's it's like grandpa? Maki's uncle or something. It's Maki's like his uncle. great uncle. He's, he's, a, he's, in the he's, a, he's a Zenin, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um. Anyway, so, like, he's, you know, half of him is completely burnt, and he's just, like, powering through, fighting all of these, like, warped monsters. But the entire time, mentally, he's in Malaysia, Mm. on vacation, walking on the beach. Like, he got his PTO, he went somewhere else, and he's just completely, like... He's gonna read his books. He's gonna read all of his books. He's gonna catch up on his backlog. That is the dream. That is the dream. Yeah, yeah. All I could think about was Aaron Eckhart from. That's. I was just gonna say. All I could think of was Two Face. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. He looked just like. No, Aaron got to keep his eye. Like, yeah, he did. Yeah, poor Nanami. Yeah, you know what's got? This is disturbing. I was like, he's still attractive. (laughs) I mean, you know. We could, Half of anatomy is still we could more attractive than most men. Work around <laughs> it. I'm hitting too many buttons. Yeah, we could work around it. I mean, you know, just... <laughs> we could get him a phantom of the opera mask, Jackie. I mean, I literally thought he was gonna live. Like, I was like, yeah. okay, well, he's obviously in really bad shape, but yeah. like, he's gonna get through this. He's not a me. He's gonna get. Through I don't know it. if you come back from. Half of your body getting scorched. They they did. It was only it was his upper half. Like his pants were not burned. Okay, and they did like that. There was the the you know nurse who had been a a student with Nanami and and Gojo who has healing powers. So yeah. You know, maybe, oh, right, maybe yeah. do something. You know, they can they can work something out. I mean, he's him. in bad shape. We definitely yeah. that's without yeah. a doubt. Yeah. Um, Malaysia Airlines tweeted about it to sell trips to. That is, that oh. is funny. I mean, find that tweet. Capital text. Find that tweet for me. I need to see that tweet. Yeah, come visit I need us to see before it. you die a horrible death. <laughs> like, right. Nanami now has a Google Maps landmark. Are you joking <laughs> me? Send us the stuff. Yeah, now. this is this is great. This is literally, great. literally my email is Jackie at Anime News Network dot com. Only I send no that e. No, no e. e. Yeah, it's Jackie yeah. JCKI. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Gojo can reverse everything. Like I literally was just hoping. I was like. I, I'll be honest, I did not believe it. I was like, he's not dead. He's not dead. He even blew up and I was like, he's not dead. He's not dead. And then I like started Googling and then I was like, is he dead dead? Like, I was yeah. like, oh, dude. I yeah. mean, the minute Mahito like turned him into raspberry jam, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, he's. See, well, yeah. Even after I, don't that, think you can, I don't think you can fix that. <laughs> Scoop him back up. That I held put on. him in a Ziploc bag. We can fix him. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you know what? Just Somehow turn him into Slimer. Bring him back. I just believe. Nice I believed. Yeah. Sexy Slimer. Sexy Slimer. Oh my the part, God. the part that got me real bad though was like during his last moments, and he saw his former partner from when they were in high school because his, you know, his partner's death really messed him up. 
emotionally, right? Because this kid was yes. like very earnest and believed the best in everyone, and he was just narc like. Then he got got. And then he got got, and it's haunted Nanami ever since. Uh, yep. Junpei couldn't be healed. Nanami is dead. Yeah, you know what? This Junpei is true. Doesn't mean you have to tell us. Yeah, thanks, Yon. <laughs> uh, Junpei, him being gone was like really hard. Yeah, and now like Nanami, I'm like. I don't know. To be honest, I don't think it's fully him because I just am so in disbelief. Like, I'm like, no, no, he'll come back. There's yeah. no way they're going to do that to yeah. me. I really cannot believe that they would get rid of Nanami because he's just like, he's like such a landmark in the community. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, it's like the whole Gojo Nanami debate. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. it's just like, I don't know. I'm just, I'm, I'm sad. I'm yeah. so sad. Yeah. And I also hate to be the person to say this, but this season, the Gojo Ghetto stuff, like, was solid. And yeah. like, okay, then I was, like, bored. Mm -hmm. I'll be honest. Like, it was just, like, I, I was, like, bored. And even these Thunderclap episodes with, like, Sakuna facing off against Megumi's, like, giant thing. It's just, like, I don't, like, I love action. But yeah. it was just, like, it was a lot. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so I discovered like, something writing the review this week, and I'm, I'm feeling exactly where you're at, Jackie. Okay. And, and here's something that really put it into perspective. Um, at the end of this episode, uh, we find out that it is 11.19. It's about 11.30 p.m., okay. right? Um, when uh, when Gojo, sorry, I, with all the Jogo talk, I keep having Yeah, Jogo. Uh, with Gojo, with yeah. Gojo, when he first stepped foot into Shibuya, mm -hmm. um, and everyone's like, oh, Gojo's here. He's going to fix it. That was 8.30 p.m. Okay. So over the last like four-ish hours worth of anime, if you don't factor in all the, the opening credits and ending credits, we've only covered about three hours worth of time. Okay. And that and that's not even factoring in like all of the, the walking and, and other stuff that we just don't see because it gets cut in between scenes. Yeah. So, and like Jackie was just saying, almost all of that time has been fight scene after fight scene after fight scene after crazy twist after shocking death after fight scene after fight scene. And I'll be honest, I was sad that Nanami died. Love mm -hmm. loved the guy. I think he was a great character. I didn't have anywhere near as much of reaction as I would have expected to have had if you told me about Nanami's death like at the beginning of the season, right? Mm -hmm. Because like there's just there's just been so much. There's been so many people dying and new characters and eight different fight scenes to follow all at once. And it, it makes me feel like this moment, which it should, this should be one of like the biggest moments of the show. One of like the, one of the core supporting characters, one of the most likable and popular characters has just tragically died. Um, it's one of like, it's, it's supposed to be a moment for Yuji to be like, Oh no, how could you do this? Mm -hmm. uh, you know, Mahito's there and he's, and it's just like, for me, it's like, okay, this is like the ninth craziest thing to even happen today. And yeah. I don't know, like, it doesn't, when's it going to stop for, so we can breathe for a second to like, actually, you know, collect yeah. what's going on. Yeah. I 100% agree. It's just been like, there's been no heart. There was heart with the ghetto Gojo 
are. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I was like, way I'm, more affected when, what's her name? Um, Rika. The, yeah, when she oh, died, God, when that died. hit me yeah. way hard. Yeah. yeah, we knew her for like two episodes. Yeah, I agree. Like it just seems so like unceremonious, like no buildup. Like I know he was fighting that like mind flayer dude and and Joe go and stuff, but it just like happened so. Like I hate to admit this, I was like tuning out when the action scenes came on because oh, and wow. I usually yeah. live for the action scenes, but it's just like too much. Like it's just like not even fun anymore. Like yeah, an action scene should be sprinkled in and it should be like perfect like it's just mm. like it's like you're waiting for that fight to happen right and like yeah. uh, it's funny james brought up kill a kill earlier like i felt like with kill a kill it's like they had these epic big battles but like it happened when all the tension had been like all this tension was yeah. built, well, and, right? and you knew what the stakes were you knew yeah. who the characters are but even in like i mean i i make this comparison a lot because i feel like they're they're kind of trying to do similar things. But even if you look at something like John Wick chapter four, okay. that movie is almost three hours long and it is almost entirely composed of action scenes, but the pacing of it, you know, the variety of scenes, the fact that you pretty much always know what characters are trying to do, why they're trying to do it, what the stakes are. The fact that you do get these little pauses that just give you time to breathe and to think about what just happened. Um, I mean, I know that this is a week to week show, but it kind of feels like we've been watching just the fight scenes of a John Wick movie, like over and over for like three months. Yeah. And it's gotten to the point where it's like, I need, like, I need a freaking slice of life arc. I need them to play some baseball. I need them to like go and like, uh, or just know, have the characters like get together and like touch base with each other the and like baseball uh, episode. Yeah. One of the best JJK episodes, yeah. one of the best episodes in anime period. You know what's funny though, James? You and I are saying this, and I was ready for the chat to like lash out on us, and like everyone is repeating what we're saying. Yeah, like, I mean, I'm it's just about like, that. and again, this could—I don't know if it, it's production issues or just like the flow of this arc. I, I don't know what it is. It's just like it—it's been entertaining. I'm not going to sit here and be like it's. Been yeah, it hasn't like, been awful. Like, the last you know. season of Demon Slayer, I was like, I'm off this show. Like, literally, yeah. <laughs> I was almost like, I'm done with this show. My Hero Academia, I'm wearing this shirt just because it's comfy. But it's like, I'm like almost done with that show, too. It, I'm not done with JJK. Like, I'm still tuning in. But it's just like, it, it the pacing just hasn't been what it, it was yeah. for me in the past. And it's entertaining. But I'm wondering if maybe it'll be better as like a binge watch. You know, like well, if you, I if did you binge just watch it, James. I did. Not, I because I missed. You know, I was out in Atlanta and then here, so oh, I yeah. watched like I literally the mind flayer dude, the squid dude. I literally wasn't even paying attention. I was like on my phone. I was just like, this is like not doing it for me. Why are we fighting this dude? I'm over it. You know well, what like, I mean? Uh, freaking um, Megumi's dad came back from the dead. Yeah, and had this whole crazy fight, and now I think I guess he's gone again. Yeah, and we just immediately moved on to Sukuna's back for the first time in what feels like yeah, well, like actually, those should like, be big moments. Big moments. Yeah. yeah, like Toji like spiritually possessing a dude and then fighting his son and then having that moment where it clicks who he like. It clicks I know for him at beautiful. the end that Megumi is his kid, mm -hmm. and then, but then I mean, it was over. But it was over. I did like him being like, oh, your last name's Hushigor instead of Zenin. And like that meant a lot to him that yeah. he didn't take the Zenin. You know, and then axing then himself in the head was cool. Then it immediately jumps to Sukuna fighting uh, Jogo. And it's like, oh, okay, I guess this is. Yeah. And, it, and also like Megumi survives that. And then our little 
our little interloper dude shows up and, like, <laughs> and just like stabs him in the Stab back. In the back. I, was like, I was like, please. <laughs> like, no, for real. Goji like, like killed Gojo at one point. And I'm okay, supposed so to believe that Megumi survived that. And then this dude got the drop on him. And now he's got to summon his most like strongest, um, powerful thing. Like he summoned that guy that you, you keep saying looks like a squid or whatever. He summoned him, but the exchange for summoning him is that. No, Megumi no, no. That's gonna... not squid guy. Squid guy was oh. the beach, the beach thing. Oh, okay. The, well, beach the, the guy that, that Megumi summons, like he's, now facing off against this like F tier enemy character, but he's summoning like his one of his most strongest powers and about to sacrifice himself to do. I so. know. I was like, "What is going on?" And they set up. They only set that up so that Sukuna would have a reason to get in the fight to basically save Megumi from from death by defeating his summon. And I'm well, just no, like, I mean Megumi got turned into salami, but um, Megumi got turned into salami. No, not Megumi. Sorry, not Megumi. The yeah, other Megumi's guy, fine. the long guy, yeah, maybe yeah, he's yeah, fine. Yeah, he the long guy. guy with the right, right, right. Yeah. yeah. No, I, anyway, I have a big, I have an yeah. important question for y'all because I've been okay. sitting on this for weeks, and I've, I've needed, I, I, I need to hear whether or not I'm crazy. Okay. Um, the, the theme song drop, at the end of the last episode. After that was weird, wasn't it? I, I didn't like it. I, <laughs> oh, I when it was I like, understand it. It's like you like are it. my special, and like. He's like sobbing and like yeah, it was so. What's the weird, weird total the time, thing going on there? Song, it's their song. And I get like people pointed know, yeah. out a lot. You know, if you look at the lyrics, the lyrics are actually from the perspective of the bad guys, and it's like Sukuna mocking Yuji. I'm like, no, no, no. I, I get that. I, I get that. But I it's still a little weird that like the the first time, and maybe this is me, and kind of going back to what Jackie and I were saying, where I've been like craving just some moment where I, I care because mm -hmm. I honestly haven't, I haven't really cared about what's been going on. I've been like, I've been watching it and I'm like, okay. Oh, you know, Goju's in a box. Oh, uh, Mei Mei's fighting um, ghetto brain thing. Oh, uh, Megumi got messed up by his, by his dad, but I haven't like cared in the same way that I really cared during the flashback arc. And when Yuji saw what Sukuna did and like what his, his body had been used to do and he yeah. like just, breaks down i was like oh my god it's happening i'm about to care i'm about to like really get invested and then they play that freaking song dance ball bop That's song and i'm like no no <laughs> i like, want to care so bad yeah, yeah, yeah no that killed true. the vibes you bring up uh may may also like we haven't gone back to her in a while and it's because there's so many episodes hopping in between did she kill the brain? Is Ghetto's brain interloper? No, no. no. I that would be that would be so bad if like that was another one I got tuned killed out. off screen. I, I literally know. tuned out those battles. I was just like, so on that's my still phone. just like, hovering get... in the background somewhere though, and they haven't yeah. gotten back to it yet. No, they well, remember when they uh, what's his name? Salmon guy, the the guy who he only talks in. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like. He him. showed up for one scene. Yeah, and he's like out there, and that was like a like four four episodes ago. It was yeah. right before. Uh, UG fought uh, what's his name uh, Blood Brother, and and then like we don't know where he is, and I'm like it's been a month. <laughs> yeah, is he okay? I like him. I don't he know. better not die. Yeah, yeah. Also, um, 
on a positive note, I'm mm -hmm. excited to see Sukuna face Nobara, and I hope Nobara kicks his. Yeah, because she just like, got she got her ass kicked again by yeah. same F tier villain. It's like give her her moment. At least she didn't yeah, get stabbed in the butt though. Like, Please, like, like poor homegirl in the. Yeah. Um, she got stabbed. But I'm not Sukuna. I'm sorry, Mahito. But you yeah, know what yeah. I mean. Yeah, I'm like, please. Oh, and you know what? Like, I again, just I mean, we're bashing here pretty hard, That's but okay. like. Mahito, like his powers mortified me when I first saw him. Yeah. Like the fact that he was using souls and and like just and I just felt like it was just like kind of played out. And they were like still trying to ride that, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I was just like, okay, we need to give Mahito more layers than that. Like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. it's just like he's it's just kind of like a one-trick pony. Like, yes, he's very evil. Yes, he's like it's it's effed up it, it was I, like I, I, I like his shtick his he's the for me he's the level of kind of one-dimensional goon that i kind of enjoy where he's not yeah. as annoying as what's his butt uh blonde guy yeah but yeah. he's still just a butthole like that's his whole thing when i was watching yeah. the most recent episode he was reminding me i mean uh but personality james, wise just, of like the joker he kind of reminds yeah. me what, of like james that's what i felt like there was there was more depth to mojito and it's like he's become kind of one note for me yeah i i and maybe mm -hmm. i maybe i just expected too much from mojito like it was just yeah. like he had this rivalry with nanami and then he just like blew him up like i just like kind of expected him i don't know i, I just well expected i think more I, from mojito i think in, in an anime like this you can get away with at, at, at any given time, you can have that one guy who just sucks. Like, that's his whole Yeah, character. no, that might he be his role, yeah. And, but the fact, but I think that's almost every villain at this point. Like, yeah, none of I'm the just villains like, have any depth. Like, They're all just... And I'm not asking Mahito, I'm not yeah. asking Mahito to have, like, a, a like something about him that we sympathize with, but I just, like, just want him to have some sort of... I don't know, just be a different no. But maybe, like you said, maybe that's just the way Mojito is written and that's just the way he's going to be. I still think Mojito's... Well, but but I agree with you, though. I do agree that... I think in this whole arc where every villain is basically... They have one note. You know, yeah. you have Blood Brother guy who is angry about his brothers that died. You have Go, uh, Joe, you have Jogo who is... He wants to usurp humans, he, I guess. Jogo was <laughs> surprisingly... Despite having the most ridiculous character design out of like all the villains, had... Something close. He cries at the end of his death. Like I actually yes. felt a little. For I know him. that's why. Like yeah. he's kind the of the volcano man of all. Yeah, yeah. And I uh, liked when he was scared yeah. of Sakuna. Like he, like I don't know. There just was like Mahito. I just thought I mean, we had a really good fun. villain in Ghetto, but it turns out that that's actually just some a brain parasite. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I also felt like guy. I think we talked about this in a previous one. Although I don't remember Jackie was here for this, I was really disappointed with the lack of use of the um of the two girls that Ghetto saved. Like they didn't. Yeah, yeah and they uh, had a built-in cool backstory and everything. Yeah. But yeah. you don't get anything nope. out of them unless you go watch JJK Zero. Yeah, I honestly thought when they unalived one of them, I was like, all right, okay, so here's this other girl's gonna like have to do something to yeah, like, she's gonna have like a whole sister, and then they just sliced her. I was like, okay, I don't know. It's like, it's not, it's like a good anime. I, I'm still watching it, yeah, like, and, and I'm definitely not discouraged enough with it as I, I am with Demon Slayer and My Hero Academia and stuff. Like, I, I'm like, okay, like, I'm on board. It is just like weird that nothing's like hitting as hard as it used to. Like, I remember when Junpei was like, Hell, you know, he was like, yeah. you know, and his, his little like, 
I don't even know Muppet form. I don't even know what to call it. Like it was just so sad. And then it's just like I don't know. I'm just that was messed up. That was a messed up moment. Right yeah. Is that the guy when he turned a? Is that when he turned a dude into a sword? No, that's when um, he turned his hand into a little puppet of oh, into the Junpei. of Junpei. That was to taunt. And he's me. like, I don't know why you're mad at me, man. Like I'm just a curse. I say wacky things. Don't worry about it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's like, yeah. That was pretty messed up. Yeah, yeah. It was, but I mean, even this confrontation, I'd like to see higher emotional stakes. Like Mahito has fucked with Yuji Itadori for like two seasons now. He mm -hmm. he pulled the Jun the Junpei thing on him. He hasn't been able to get like retribution for that. Like that's still an open wound. And now he just killed Nanami too. He's, so like he's brutally murdered two people that he was very close to. Yeah, that yeah. is really like they need to have like a head to head. Like we're all waiting for that head to head. You know. Um, yeah, I don't know. I I'm I'm like overall think it's pretty good. It's just like it just hasn't been hitting me. Like the first season, I was like, this is one of the best anime I've ever seen. You know what I yeah, mean? And now yeah. I'm just kind of like, okay, like it's a yeah. good shonen, you know. Um, someone pointed out that Jogo got recognition from Sakuna after Gojo called him weak. And I did think like that was kind of cool. Yeah, like it was just like something, you know, Lindsay, you were saying that there was parts of Jogo that just gave him some more dimensions and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I just, I, I felt like out of all of these villains re recently, like Jogo has been the one that I've felt, I guess, more attachment to, which I never like thought a, I would. He had a motivation you could understand too. Yeah. Like his, he, it's not very complicated, but for him, it's like curses are, down here and they're eradicated and they're thrown out and then there's human you know humans and sorcerers mm -hmm. and he just wanted to get curses to a level of respect or consideration of you know or autonomy think, sort of i think my main problem with jogo really is less the because i think like you said his character motivation i think really works and we do get some of these scenes where like his relationship with um oh, hanami tree branches yeah yeah, yeah. hanami and um uh Dagon mm -hmm. and um and kind of Mahito even they have like this weird little dysfunctional family thing mm -hmm. going on but especially in this arc because something that I, I keep reminding myself is we had the movie and yeah. then we had like months and months and then we had the flashback arc so yeah you know really after basically a year plus of not being in the show when they come back the um when the curses come back they're either comedy relief and so we don't really get to like you know it, it's that ironic distance it's the same thing with the theme song where it's like yeah like we're laughing at their antics and then you know we have the when the show reminds us that Jogo is actually really powerful we've yeah. just never been able to see it because he only ever fights Gojo and yeah. It's like, oh yeah I guess he is supposed to be like a freaky threat um, yeah but I, I wish that we had maybe even just a couple more scenes where it was just Jogo on his own and it was just like him interacting with other characters and it wasn't as a joke and it wasn't kind of like a last minute, oh crap, he just burned three characters alive. Even just like a couple more of those scenes. And yeah, I think, cause I forgot about that moment where like, <laughs> he dies. Like what, uh, when you brought I it up too. a couple you just brought ago, it up and I was like, I was oh, like, oh yeah, I guess we did yeah. have that scene. <laughs> it was, exactly. it just got lost yeah. in the shuffle. There's like, there's a lot going on, which makes it very interesting and cool. I just would have loved to see a little bit more of a deep dive for some of the characters, like, mm -hmm. um, and maybe like a little bit more build up with Nanami's death. Um, would have liked to see more dimensions with Mahito, but again, maybe that's just me. 
Um, and then more dimensions with the women characters for sure. Definitely those two girls. And I just hope Nobra has her time to like really. Maki's dead. I'm going to be so mad. Yeah. Maki. Oh, that cannot happen. I will not. That's not like, I didn't even, I didn't even process that. You know what I mean? Like I was like, there's no way, no way. Um, so I mean like it's definitely got some flaws, but overall it's been like super fun. So yeah. Anyway, um, you guys should definitely not watch the kingdoms of ruin. So <laughs> I, I need to catch up with you on that. Like maybe tomorrow I'm going to touch base because I was, I read the reviews and I know that like it was promising Everyone to start them. with. Right. Wait, what happened? The, well, the show was promising to start with. Right. So this was, what it was we, like promising honest, trash. It exactly. Was like, yeah. we, we literally all, we guessed it. Like it oh, was, yeah. it's all brutal. And honestly, uh, in ways parallels JJK, like it's just, but way worse than JJK. Yeah. It's all action, all killing people, all brutality, and you have zero attachment to the characters. Mm. And you're just like, why are you like killing people and genocide mercilessly and brutally? And this is the okay. So then people are like, oh, well, I like stuff like that. And this is how 80s and 90s anime oh, back up. Like, again, what we were talking about, there has to be a rise to this sort of action right yeah. and in made an abyss we see all this like terrible awful stuff happen but there's like all this like backstory and development to it you know it's just like the kingdoms of ruin is just like throwing up action and brutality and like unaliving people and you're just yeah. like i don't Jack, know anything made an abyss right now that's the controversy is a little too real the, the yeah the k-pop stands are gonna come after us oh no made an abyss i'm yeah i'm like we can't say like made an abyss i'm like never say anything bad about that anime um so <laughs> there's thing like there's definitely flaws with that anime but i think i do think one thing that you can say about made an abyss is like there's there's development and storytelling and mm. build up to those moments like they don't just show a children being turned into mushy flesh blobs and a base. We don't lead with that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You don't lead with that. Exactly. And the Kingdoms of Ruin is just leading with that. And I think with JJK, it's like, it's just been like so many epic, what would you would think would be epic moments, right, James? But then it's just kind of like, it's all happening in such a short span. You're just kind of like, oh, oh, okay. You know, like imagine if there was like, three episodes maybe even just two episodes focused on nanami like having some like death battle you know and like mm -hmm. knowing he's dying you know and like that would be super compelling oh no what did these or a couple episodes <laughs> yes anime of the year 2023 absolutely uh, <laughs> oh my god but, or even like uh, my dream episode for this arc has been what if we got like uh and obviously maki can't do it now because she may or may not be dead i guess but what if we had like panda and um uh, salmon guy whose name I always forget and Maki and they're just like helping civilians because this is like a huge civilian crisis yeah and so there's like an episode where they're just trying to get people to safety and we see some of the the human uh characters that are just like caught in the middle of this crazy event for more than just a couple seconds you know maybe you have like a little kid that they're like trying to help find their mom but then her mom gets turned into a curse by mm -hmm. Mahito and it's oh like oh Mahito you monster like I mean whatever right it doesn't need to be groundbreaking but yeah I think that also touches on maybe one of the other underlying issues is that everyone has been split up to the point that no one is working together for so they're not like there's there's no character interplay 
happening between anyone because everyone's like well, solo you know, on their own. Like, and it, one of my biggest pet peeves is when they don't even know what's happening. Yeah, like no one even knows like that. Maymay is down there fighting Ghetto, and no one knows that um, Maki is like lying there, crispy bacon, except for Nanami, who's now dead. Yeah, and like Panda and uh, what's his butt, the the coward guy. Like they yeah. don't really know what's going on. Yeah. Um, I don't even know what happened to them after they, they ran, ran away after guys. Sukuna was like, don't move. I'm not going to oh, lie. Yeah, yeah. One thing, bad. though, the Sukuna, the scariness of Sukuna, they brought that back and in a great way. Just like how paralyzed with fear everyone is around him. Like, it's just like you can like feel it, which I, I loved and I miss. I miss I, Sakuna a lot. So. I do like Sakuna. Like, in yeah, general, like when he adds character. a lot, yeah, a lot yeah. of personality yeah. to Even everything. with the, the, the not finished nature of some of that second Thunderclap episode, um, even with just the storyboard art, some of the imagery of when he was just like raining terror down upon Shibuya was mad spooky. Very much appreciated. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they yeah. did a lot of, like, some of the animation cuts during the Sukuna stuff was really good because they did some crazy stuff with, like, warping his face so his mm -hmm. smile was, like, way out there when he was fighting Jogo. Mm -hmm. I liked all of that. Um, generally speaking, and then we kind of got to wrap it, uh, I, I did enjoy both the flashback episodes, even though there were some animation limitations in the second one. The only, like, standout issue that I noticed with both of those is that um, I feel like the fights in general were escalating so much that it sometimes got hard to kind of like take into account what had just happened. Mm -hmm. Like they're yeah. like blasting through buildings and now an airplane's like falling out of the sky. Mm -hmm. And then like that sort of stuff was hard for me to follow, but I'm also bad at super smash bros. So that could be like a me <laughs> thing. I can't no, play it no, because I can't I mean, keep track of everybody on the screen guys. It's hard. Okay. Well, no, but, but we know the show can do this well because the, um, um, the fight between Yuji and, and Blood Brother guy, um, you knew where where they were every single frame of that. Yeah, fight. yeah, like, that you was knew really exactly good what was happening. Fight. Yeah, you know the space of it, um, and even the you know um, I know that uh, Nick in the chat doesn't he wasn't a fan of uh, Mahito's uh, turd tunnel uh, technique, but yeah. something I liked about the Mahito fight <laughs> that was a little bit harder for the Sukuna fight was that you got a sense of the physical place they were in. Yeah. You know, they're like in this tight constricted space and it's narrowing down more and more. And that really limits, you know, in a good way, how hectic the fight can get uh, with the Sukuna and the, the, Ma the Maharago. Ma yeah. The, the, yeah. The monster thing. Yeah. That with, with the Sukuna fight, it's like, I don't know, the buildings and they're flying around and whatever. Like yeah. there's no way to, how do you even map that in your head? Yeah, yeah, it was yeah, it was just hard to keep track of the like individual scope of it. But I think the next fight that we're gonna see, which will be Nobara versus Mahito's clone or girl split, you know, he's split into yeah. two, which seems unfair, by the way, that he can do that. He can just like, do he's that. Already, yes. that he's already difficult enough on his own and now he can just make a double. But anyway, I'm hoping, you know, that fight seems like also more into uh, an enclosed space, so mm -hmm. we'll probably have a better. Well, her her technique is on. so uh, perfect for that. Yeah, because she's melee, right? Like mm -hmm. she doesn't have a lot of long range stuff. Like she's getting in your face. I mean, she's throwing. I love the nails you. in the head. Yeah, I love yeah, that scene, that so and then good. he's pulling. But him she's out not. Of his she's head. not going to be like, like sniping Mahito from like eight right. blocks away, right? Like, right. No, yeah. she's going to be all up in his business. So no, I love that. I loved him pulling the nails out of his head. I was like, let's go. So hopefully, anyway. That was fun. And
Yeah, that was fun. Um, We will be back next week at the same time, Tuesday, um, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern, talking about Jujutsu Kaisen, uh, any relevant anime slash manga slash video game news as it happens. And, you know, maybe next week I'll give you guys a little more insight into the Super Mario RPG remake, which I am currently playing. Yeah. Oh, my God. How is it? I love it. I've just got Mario Party. What a good Mario year. What a good year for Mario. Yeah, for real. Um, Until next week, um, thanks again, everybody, for tuning in. And if you um, are watching this and then you want to listen to it, I'll have the audio version um, on all the podcast streaming services tomorrow as soon as i can until then um thanks everybody and see you next week bye bye bye